0: Some people consider them good luck, others fluffy playthings who hide eggs and bring candy at Easter. But for the residents of this Virginia town, a white rabbit is not something from fairy tales. Residents were attacked, dark tales persisted. But was it all the result of a city's collective imagination? Or was something more sinister at play? This week's episode is The Bunny Man. Up in the- All week long, I have had Prince's song, Party Man, stuck in my head, <laughs> but with the word bunny man. Not a bad and... one to
1: have stuck in your head. I've been it's listening to a lot of Prince this week, too. Interesting. Oh, weird. We're on, We're on, on the, the same vibe. mind is what we call that in the improv world. I've also been wondering, why are bunnies so freaky? <laughs> are they? I mean, they have this reputation as being freaky. If you go to a Halloween store... There's mm. there's creepy bunny masks, and you know people will wear like bunny suits doused in blood and stuff for Halloween. Mm, I blame Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko, Donated yeah. Also, bunny trendy. Maybe um the fact that they're lab animals and that's kind of sinister. I don't know. Like tested on kind of. Yeah, I don't. Or maybe it's because they are supposed to be perceived as this cute, cuddly thing. So then people take the thing that you should feel safest around and turn it into something evil.
0: Well, also, those children's book, Benicula, wasn't that a not-so-evil bunny, but... I haven't read that. I think my sister had it. I was too scared to read it, but Benicula is like Dracula bunny. Oh, yeah.
1: See, again. Maybe that's what it is. It's like the trope of creepy children. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Dolls and giggles. Anything that's supposed to be... Playful and fluffy, and a toy will mm-hmm. kill you if given the opportunity. <laughs> come alive! Very easily will it kill you. I had a real rabbit's foot as a kid.
0: I remember. I, I, I think my neighbor gave it to me. Now that I think oh, about it, that's gross. I mean, bad. I'm a I'm a person with a taxidermy mouse on my mantle that I made, but it's thinking about being a kid and I would just rub that thing and mm-hmm. its little claw. And it used to be attached to an animal. That makes me
1: sad now. Yeah, I had one too. I had a black one, and I think I had a white one. And looking back, you're like, why was that a popular thing?
0: I also had a frog purse where its stomach unzipped, and it was attack attack, a real frog. frog. Yeah. Oh no! I got it. My mom's best friend, my godmother, Lillian. She was. She always had weird stuff, and she's like, "You want this? How big was it? It was like uh, maybe as big as a hand. Yeah, it was a big toad. Good sized frog. Yeah, I wonder what happened to that. Some meat oh, on its legs. Yeah, it was. A, he was a chunk. He was a chunky <laughs> fellow. Well, none of those things were good luck for those animals. No, it's now that I think
1: back, it is kind of upsetting and sad. <laughs> yeah, and weird. It is. It's a weird thing that people decided. You know what? This severed furry rat's foot is going to be a thing that's really going to catch on. In the eighties, the eighties were a time, man. That's <laughs> <No>. true. <laughs> Look at some of the <laughs> clothes we wore back then. I mean, rabbits' feet were the least of our problems.
0: W- were there t- color changing shirts? And oh yeah, stuff? hypercolor.
1: Yeah, had several. Hypercolor. Yep, that's right. Those slap were bracelets. Those were kind of badass. <laughs> slap bracelets also kind of badass. I'm yeah, you... honestly, I'm not going to hate on eighties clothes, except for the hammer pants. I could not get oh, behind yeah. those. Bike shorts are coming back though. Oh, I remember God, I had a lot no. of.
0: I had. Black spandex bike shorts with the color block up the leg, yep. and I would wear that with a Bartman shirt. Uh-huh. I had a shirt with Bart on it. That's that classic. Was the coolest. I felt so cool. No
1: one looks oh, good in bike shorts. Those should never come back. The influencers—they're all pushing bike shorts now. Even if you've got a banging body, they don't look good. <laughs> it gets all up in all your spots yeah. that people shouldn't be. Yeah, up in. there's camel toe galore. There's, <laughs> it's just, yeah, and then. Anyone that can even slightly pull it off, you got to be just, I mean, I, I'm all for body positivity, so do what you want. I'm not going to be in any bike shorts. I wouldn't wear those alone by myself in my own house. It's bad enough I get sweat
0: stains in my armpits of a t-shirt. I don't need them also
1: to show up on bike shorts and <laughs> shapes, no. embarrassing shapes. Yeah. Back when I would go to yoga, you can only wear black yoga pants. Oh, yeah. For nothing me, else. Christy can only wear black yoga yeah. pants. I was always mesmerized by women that would be wearing like white yoga pants. I'm like, you are braver than anyone I've ever met in my life.
0: Light gray? Are you kidding me? Light
1: gray? No,
0: ma'am. You end up with like a sweat underwear outline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Totally. Man, can't do it. No,
1: no. no. Well, this week we are gearing up for our favorite holiday, Halloween, and talking about urban legend. Was it? Was it not? But rumor has it that he comes out to play on Halloween, so it's a good so. spooky story to get us
0: all in the mood. It's it's about to be his time. He's preparing. <laughs> He's under his bridge
1: preparing. He waits all year for this one night. Let him have That's his right. night. <laughs> well, I'm Christy. I'm Heather. And let's get into it. For the past 50 years, residents of Fairfax County, Virginia, have grown up afraid of the ever-threatening existence of a haunting figure, the Bunny Man, a deranged, axe-wielding figure dressed in a white bunny suit that disembowels those that dare trespass near the eerie Colchester Bridge, but are known as Bunny Man
0: Bridge. I don't know if I was going to make up an urban legend if I would correlate a bunny with a hatchet, but okay. That's what I mean! It's, I think because it's least, expe- you wouldn't expect it. I would think if it was like an evil woodchuck and he had a hatchet, that would make sense. Because woodchucks <laughs> chuck true. wood.
1: Yeah. Um, or a beaver. Ma- yeah. Because they need Does- their teeth. So a hatchet might help them out. Oh, yeah. Well, All bunny- bunnies have, have teeth, too. Yeah, they, he should have a carrot dagger. Like a stabbing, <laughs> a shank carrot. Yeah. Yeah. As the local lore goes, in 1904, citizens of Clifton, Virginia, opposed the existence of a mental hospital near the one-lane concrete tunnel on Colchester Road. Unhappy with having these residents as their neighbors, the townspeople petitioned to have the hospital shut down. Successful in their endeavors, patients were then relocated to Lorton Prison, about 12 miles away, according to Washington's NPR station, WAMU. As legend has it, As the bus ambled down Colchester Road towards the prison, it swerved off the road and crashed in the dense surrounding forest. There are several variations of what happened next. Journalist Matt Blitz, who grew up in Fairfax County, recalled to WAMU that upon the bus crashing,
0: they were able to locate all the inmates that were on the bus, except for one.
1: The alleged escapee was Douglas Griffin a man that had been put in a mental institution after killing his entire family on Easter Sunday. Other versions of the story say that two patients escaped, Griffin and another man named Marcus Walster. A few days after the man went missing, Walster was found skinned and gutted, hanging from the Colchester overpass. Attached to the lifeless corpse was a note that simply read, The Bunny Man. Man, if you come up with the moniker
0: that quickly, it was pre <laughs> And also pen and paper. He was well prepared. He was very
1: well prepared. I think from Easter he was like, I'll be damned if I'm not gonna be known as the bunny man. And if it takes <laughs> me killing my entire family on Easter Sunday, I'm ready for I it. I am willing to commit to this bit. Also, also I think oh go ahead. Was he saying I'm the bunny man? He has a note that reads, The Bunny Man. Is he saying like this is who I was. Or is it like a signature from the bunny man? I think he's declaring himself as
0: the bunny man Ugh. and taking his rightful place mm. in the rabbit's nest. Is that I was going <laughs> to say on the throne. But um I think this is a lesson for the, the good people of Virginia that they should have been more uh, welcoming and accepting of a mental health facility. One hundred percent. Sent everybody
1: to jail. Mm-hmm. A man had ensued for Griffin, but he continued to evade police. In the weeks following the accident, rabbit carcasses began appearing in the woods surrounding the crash site. It was presumed Griffin was living in the forested area, eating bunnies to survive. It was also assumed he had been the one to kill his fellow escapee, before stringing him up as a grisly warning to others. Making your mark. Mm Mm-hmm. Looking for some adventure in a spooky place to party. Some local teens decided to head down to the bridge one Halloween night, where the bunny bodies had appeared. Blitz told Whamu that the kids were hanging out when... They reported seeing some sort of
0: bright light or an orb. And then, in a flash, they'd all been strung up like the bunnies, gutted and hanging from the bridge. That's, that, that's fast work. <laughs> and also, this is why you shouldn't drink alcohol by abandoned bridges.
1: Oh, Lesson well. learned. Unfortunately, Christy did not get that memo in <laughs> high school, and uh, that's where a lot of her time. This this story honestly reminds me as as I've talked about before the pipe, which was a big mm-hmm. place we would hang out in high school. Because the pictures of this bridge are very creepy. It does look mm-hmm. like a place where you would be strung up and gutted.
0: It's down a long road. Mm-hmm. There's foliage around, and then a single tunnel bridge. Yes,
1: and it on the other it's it's a dead end too. So you come through the bridge and you'd have to like turn around and stuff. Yeah. And there's it's just like this stone one lane tunnel and everything. And the kiddos like to go down there and party and drink and tell spooky stories, which I can relate to. I think um seeing some sort of bright light or an orb? What do you think that's about? Well, the spirit of the bunny man.
0: Oh, he appeared. He's- he's transcended his into his final form. That's yeah, that makes sense. From mere mortal to half bunny, half man. Oh, so you think he's he's dead. It's his spirit that comes back and does these things. It must have been the the bus crash took him out. Either that or he took a picture of him.
1: He shined him in the flashlight oh, and then yeah, made quick work of it. Or he was driving his bunny car and that's what i was like well maybe it's headlights but then i don't i couldn't get past that part well some believe that the bunny man was eventually found and cornered by some local vigilantes however before they could successfully apprehend the killer he was hit by a passing train near his sacred bridge according to atlas obscura this version goes on to say his restless and bloodthirsty spirit still haunts the area and that if you dare cross under the bridge at midnight on halloween you will encounter the axe and wrath, the bunny man. Man, this
0: story's got everything because there's vigilantes, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's a train accident, gutting,
1: costumes, <laughs> spooky They've, orbs. They, um, they pulled a love as one and pulled from everything they read about <laughs> Halloween horror tropes and just threw it all into one big cauldron. It's a big, it's a legend grab bag. Mm-hmm. Well, most versions of the story involve escapees from the mental institution. Another claims the legend began when a distraught teenage boy dressed himself in a bunny suit before murdering his entire family. Tragically, he then took his own life by hanging himself from the Colchester Bridge. As local lore goes, his spirit still haunts the area and will chase down passerbys before disemboweling them with his axe. It's always interesting the elements that do get included in these
0: stories, probably not randomly, because... As we've talked with other urban legends, they're all sort of meant to curtail certain behavior or warn against certain behavior. And so I think that's we're seeing we're starting to see those boxes get
1: checked, too. It's hard to finger bang when you're in a bunny suit. It's true. That's how you keep the kids. <laughs> that's how you keep the kids locked in. Locked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you always have to have a distraught teen involved and then th- something thrown in where it's, you know, more something like. Teens can relate to, like, mm-hmm. this, look what could happen if you don't talk to your parents and run, mm-hmm. walk straight and narrow path, this could happen to you. Yeah, or if you're down partying, mm-hmm. this could happen to you. Maybe if he was distraught and there had been a mental institution nearby for him to then seek they help, shut down. then shut it, it down. wouldn't have happened. The first widely reported newspaper appearance of a bunny man occurred in late October 1970. The victim who made the report was 20-year-old Robert Bennett, an Air Force Academy cadet. Robert and his fiance, Dusty, were returning from a night out at a football game on October 19th when they decided to stop and visit some family that lived in the 5400 block of Guinea Road, according to the Washington Post. As they parked across the street from their uncle's house, they saw some movement outside near the trunk of their car. Suddenly, and without warning, the front passenger window where Dusty was sitting Was smashed into hundreds of pieces. The couple's shock quickly turned to terror when next to the obliterated window stood what Robert described to police as a man dressed in a white suit with long white bunny ears. Robert told police that as he sped away, the unhinged rabbit yelled,
0: You're on private property and I have your tag number.
1: It was then, as they hurried down the road shaking from fear, that they saw what had caused the window to break. A large wooden-handled hatchet, which now laid ominously on the floorboard near Dusty's feet. Man, that's Texas
0: Chainsaw Massacre Mm -hmm. style. Any old road, backwoods, being trespassing on somebody's land, that gets me booty tight. That makes me just like, (laughs) ugh, nervous. Yeah, I don't like unlit
1: Country roads
0: Mm -mm. With you you Maybe there wasn't a fence But then you didn't know That you pulled over And somebody with You know Is gonna come rolling up In a truck Mm -hmm. Need some help
1: (laughs) And you're like Yeah Texas Chainsaw Massacre What is the Other one Where they're driving And They get a flat But really The guy's like In the woods And he shoots Their tire out All of the movies Yeah Anything like that Backwoods, um, redneck country horror stuff really triggers me. Mm-hmm. That, that'll do it for me. It's too close to home. It, it
0: could easily happen to us if we're going to visit family and we get off on the wrong yeah.
1: highway. Y'all don't know Mesquite. This, this <laughs> could happen very close to where we live. You
0: don't, there was a place behind my high school, John Horn High School, Jax for Life, shout out. But there was a place behind the high school that was undeveloped and the, the word around was that that's where the devil worshippers mm-hmm. would go. And you'd go back there and there would be like mattresses and things spray painted and weird symbols and probably it was just really cool teenagers jacking with us kids. But if you drive out there or go out on your bikes out there, it's just that eerie feeling of being somewhere you're not supposed to be on someone else's Mm -hmm. land and what does it get used for? Is there a bunny around the corner? Finger banging.
1: (laughs) On that dirty old mattress. You know they were. Teens like to party in creepy, spooky places. I think it adds to the thrill And the taboo nature of we already shouldn't be out here, like, making out with each other. But on top of a gravestone, now we're really doing something we shouldn't (laughs) be doing. Now we're desecrating someone's legacy. (laughs) It's like, maybe you should think twice, kids. Devil worshippers were, I mean, that was, I mean, the whole 80s satanic panic, which we've got to do several episodes on. It's just fascinating. But Mm -hmm. the subdivision I grew up in and this is going to sound so weird <laughs> in Fort Worth had a cemetery in it. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I think it was there long before the subdivision was built. And there was a fence all the way around it. It wasn't like a wrought iron fence where you could see through it. It may have been this person's private cemetery. I'm not really mm. sure. But all the the rumor around the neighborhood was that devil worshipers would go there and nail cats to the fence. Oh. So my friends and I would ride our bikes over there and get way up close to the fence and put our face against it and peer in. And it's just that eerie, creepy thing of you're looking at something that you're not supposed to. It's also macabre. And you know. Mm-hmm. And then um, 20 years later, you have a true crime podcast is how <laughs> it, that works out.
0: <laughs> Every time. That was just such the answer though, as devil worshippers. So that's probably who this was. This was probably a devil
1: worshipper with a bun and a mm-hmm. bunny suit. Yep, it's always devil worshippers. It was that's it. While Robert claimed the man had been wearing bunny ears, Dusty remembered the incident differently. Telling police that their assailant had been wearing something more akin to a white caparote, a cone like hat that first originated in Spain, as part of the customary uniforms for certain brotherhoods and were later modified by racist Americans to represent the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, if you Google that word in Spain, you're like, oh, they're wearing Klan outfits. Yeah. No, but, and I really went down, no pun intended, a rabbit hole with this whole, I, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, Caprote, caperote. To them, it is a sign of penance, and it's a very, it's tied to religious holidays and everything over there, and they don't consider it, you know, anything having to do with the KKK, but as an american you look at that and you think oh god (laughs) no someone tell them but they're really two different things and from what i read uh as the americans do to most countries we rip something off that was theirs (laughs) and take it for our own and not in a good way and um (laughs) they it definitely has the uh, the look of that if i and that's what i mean if i'm on the side of a dark unlit country road that's what I expect to see, at least For sure. at least in our neck of the woods. It's about bottom half of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what, there is nothing, that if I conjure up the image in like a movie or just real life images and pictures you've seen of forested areas at night and it's just a cross burning and a bunch of white hoods. That Mm-mm. sends shivers up my spine. It, that's like one of the most haunting images you can see. It really is, and I, I remember
0: being a kid and seeing the KKK on Jerry Springer. He, mm. I feel like he had him on there. Yeah, they they a standing invitation. Yeah, Phil Donahue and Sally Jesse and all that. And I just that it really does. At first, you kind of see that they're wearing these kind of billowing. They look like the moos my mama would wear, but <laughs> with the the hats it's and the gear. Well, yeah, and then the covered face Mm -hmm. and the anonymity, and then you start hearing what they're talking about. And I just was exposed to that as such a little kid, and it really does burn in your mind of the tall, pointy hat, and it's like, it's worse than a ghost. Mm -hmm. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, because it's a real person. And that's the stuff that freaks me out the most, and that's why I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre and all those, even though I know it's not real, however, up until four years ago, I totally thought that was a real story. It's not based on a true story. It's not. It was a well, Austin. It was a UT grad's uh, film major's project.
0: But wasn't the Leatherface part was
1: partially I think, inspired by Ed Gein? Yes, yes, that part okay, is that's true. But I always thought that was a real story that happened in Texas because mm, that's how the movie well portrays it too, and that's why it worked It's because it totally could be. I think we wanted to. I pitched doing that idea for our first live show. And then someone was like, you know that's not real, right? And I was like, (laughs) what? And then I looked up, I'm like, damn, it's not – it's kind of like The Blair Witch, another movie that was very effective for me. If if Mm -hmm. it touts itself as this is based on real events, Mm -hmm. then I guess I'm gullible enough to believe it until somebody tells – until a a press circuit comes out and you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) These are all actors. They're fine. But because that stuff could happen because it involves – Just unhinged people. Mm -hmm. Those are the movies that really get me. Yeah, where there's
0: no... There's a bad guy with no clear motive. Mm -hmm. Just evil.
1: Just violence. Mm -hmm. Just a few weeks later, on October 29th, a second bunny man sighting was reported. This time, Paul Phillips, a security guard in a housing project under construction on Guinea Road, saw a man in a gray, black, and white bunny suit with white floppy ears chopping at a roofing support post near an unfinished house. Before the security guard could get too close, the rabbit warned, You are trespassing. If you come any closer, I'll chop off your head. Phillips went to retrieve his gun from his car. Before he could return and confront the threatening hare, Phillips said the bunny, hippy, hopped into the nearby woods, according to the Miami Herald. Police then put out an alert for a five-foot, eight-inch bunny around 160 pounds and about 20 years old, wielding a hatchet. I This just, I got a lot of questions.
0: <laughs> First of all, why is your gun in your car? Second of all, if there was a rabbit with a hatchet, why did you get close enough to talk to it before going and getting your gun? Yeah.
1: I mean. Yeah. Uh, the gun's in his car because it's the 70s. It's true. He's barney wh- five minutes. <laughs> but why he didn't have it with him when he put in, If he, a gun or no gun, I think I'm going to let that one slide. You if, don't need to. No. You're a security
0: guard. Call it in. <laughs> yeah. Call the cops. You don't need to jack with that. The rabbit's got a hatchet. Maybe it's his house. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know what his financial situation is no. like. You
1: can't make assumptions no. about a rabbit. Yeah, They don't all live just in the woods. Some are distinguished. But I think if you see a grown person wearing a costume... That's a sign that you should just turn around and go the other way.
0: It's like the clown episode. You just don't wanna if there's if there's a adult person in a clown suit within running distance of you, you turn and go the other way
1: absolutely turn around
0: hundred percent uh by the way, I was driving home yesterday or the day before, and a red balloon was <gasps> floating down the street. It was so scary <laughs> i start i like was slowed down to film it. That showed Paris. He was like, "Oh shit!"
1: Oh, oh that's. Cr- I remember when it too came out, and people would tie red balloons on sewers, and I thought that was very
0: funny. Was, my neighbors, my old neighbors, had a sewer right in front of their house, and they're like, "This is our Halloween decoration."
1: They put like a little yellow hat and a balloon. That's and like, funny. Genius. I like that. According to additional news reports, on November fourth, nineteen seventy, the Bunny Man made another appearance. This time he was spotted by three children on their return home from school. The youngsters told Cornelia Wedge, the mother of two of the children, that they had seen this man on the street with his bunny rabbit suit on with a hatchet. Was this truly a third and a rash of sightings, or had the bunny man legend begun to
0: take hold? I searched old newspaper archives and just found article after article, and they loved their bunny puns of hippity hopping into the woods and, uh, yeah, a bunny chop. There was a lot of 70s newspaper puns.
1: Which, um, if you're the person that saw this and you're reporting it, probably you don't appreciate. Yeah, I was like, this uh, (laughs) couple legitimately
0: had a hatchet thrown at them. I'm glad you think it's hilarious. Yeah,
1: how many puns can we get out of this, Sarge? Yeah. (laughs) While the Fairfax County police looked into the incidents, nothing came of them, as there wasn't much evidence. According to Washingtonian Magazine... Police released a statement at the time, saying, After a
0: very extensive investigation into all this and all other cases of the same nature, it is still
1: unsubstantiated as to whether or not there really is a white rabbit. Residents, however, were as convinced as ever that the bunny man was real. Over the next few weeks, police received reports from more than 50 people claiming to have seen the hatchet-wielding white rabbit. One report even claimed they had seen the bunny man eating a neighbor's runaway cat. He's got a feed. How do you know it's your neighbor's wrong with <laughs> You getting close, like Sylvester. I, again, I feel like people are taking a lot of liberties. It could have been just a rare steak. <laughs> it could have been, um, you know, possum. Yeah, wings. Hmm. I don't know. Kathy but- No. Even the bunny man doesn't eat cappi bar. (laughs) You're the only one that eats the cappi bar. That delicious
0: sweet meat. (laughs) Sinisterhood will be right back. Heather, these days I basically only shop online. Me too, because it's safe, convenient, and my favorite part, I don't have to interact with people.
1: That's the best part of shopping online. Well, the best way to shop online is using honey a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and automatically applies the best one available at checkout. It's basically your online shopping best friend. Here's how it works. First, get Honey on your computer for
0: free in two easy clicks. Head to joinhoney.com creepy.
1: Then when you're checking out on one of Honey's over 30,000 supported sites, Honey pops up and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons for that site. If Honey finds working codes, it'll apply the best one to your cart.
0: I love Honey. I was recently using it, and I was trying to decide whether to buy a planner, and it popped up and let me know that it was a good time to buy based on historical prices. And then when I was buying a shirt, because I buy a lot of crap online, good stuff, bad stuff, everything for my life, I pretty much buy online. But I was looking for a shirt, and Honey asked if I wanted wanted it to look for codes, and it did, and I saved 4 bucks on a coupon code I didn't even know existed. $4.
1: That's... Almost a pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) Pretty much. We are upgrading Ella to a big girl bed so we can steal her crib for the new baby. (laughs) And honey let me know that now is also the time to buy because it is the bed is the lowest it's ever been and it saved us over $30. That is a deal.
0: Honey Mm -hmm. has found. All of its over 17 million members, over $2 billion in
1: savings. That is Bill Gates level. <laughs> Honey supports all kinds of retailers, from tech and gaming sites to fashion brands to even food delivery. It's simple. If you have a computer, Honey should be on it. It's free and works with whatever browser
0: you're using. You can get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com creepy. That's joinhoney.com creepy. Waha ha ha it's October. That means it's time for spooky stuff like ghosts,
1: ghouls Witches. Yeah. One of the scariest movies I've ever seen that stuck with me to this day that I talk about all the time is The Blair Witch. I'm actually about to rewatch it too. Oh my gosh. Well if you rewatch it, then you're gonna find out
0: how to survive the curse of the Blair Witch. You think you can do it?
1: I think I I think I
0: can. Well, you can try. You can try now with Hunt a Killer, who has partnered with Lionsgate Films and merged their classic immersive murder mystery game with the Blair Witch Cinematic Universe to bring you Hunt a Killer Horror the Blair Witch.
1: Sounds amazing. Experience the supernatural forces of the Blair Witch like never before in this narrative driven psychological thriller. Every month you'll receive a new box of clues, documents and ciphers to get you
0: closer to the truth and it even has several pricing options to suit your needs. Right now, you can receive 20% off your first box by visiting hunnekiller.com forward slash Blair Witch and entering the code CREEPY.
1: It's a super unique and fun way to gear up for the best time of the year, which we all know is Halloween, which is right around the corner. Spend date night or a game night with friends over Zoom Or if you're super brave, just solve the mystery of the Blair
0: Witch by yourself. But if you're solving it by yourself and you need a little help, there's an amazing active online community that you'll have access to where you can share theories and help each other out. So if you think, like Christy, you're up to the task, visit Huntakiller.com slash Blair Witch today and enter code CREEPY to receive 20% off your first box.
1: Happy hunting. As with any good urban legend, residents are left to wonder if there is any truth to the terrifying lore, or if it is simply a case of fantastical embellishment over the years. Brian Conley, an archivist for the Fairfax County government and the county's library historian during the 1990s, told Waymio that he decided to get to the bottom of the legend when people kept coming into the library and asking if it were true. Fed up with his own repeated reply of, I don't know... Conley began researching the tale in hopes of unearthing an origin story.
0: That's a fun job, though. First, just being a librarian is a fun job, but then also being a historian and an archivist. Archivist. That that would be a very fun job, yeah. But now you
1: get to be a bunny man expert? Get out of here. Moving on up. In his digging, Conley discovered that though prevailing versions online claimed that there was a mental hospital from which patients were transferred to a nearby prison, this is actually false. He refers to this version as the Forbes version, so named for Thomas Forbes, the man who allegedly perpetuated the initial story online. Conley, a Bunny Man expert, wrote in his article, The Bunny Man, unmasked, that no such asylum ever existed. Further, the Lorton Prison didn't come into existence until 1912, years after the alleged crash. Most damning of all, Conley discovered, no one named Douglas Griffin or Marcus Walster were ever in the county's court records. Did you read The Bunny Man
0: Unmasked? I don't think I read that one. Oh, that's one of the ones I read. It's uh, it's so thorough. It's delightful. He, uh, I mean, he really does break it down of this is the one the most often told. He also uh, analyzes a grad student who interviewed people who grew up in that area of tell me your version of the story and tell mm-hmm. me what happened. And then basically the grad student said okay this percentage of people said it was a mental patient this percentage of people said there was a bus crash this percentage said he killed teens mm-hmm. this percentage said he killed lovers lane you know people on lovers lane to kind of see where and then they ca- like they of course asked people how old are you when did you graduate high school were you born there whatever when's the first time you heard it and it was interesting to see how it the legend sort of morphed and depending on when someone heard it what it
1: kind of took shape as
0: yeah That's interesting
1: it is it's I mean it's like with any urban legend it's just this game of telephone that over the years little details get added but they're kind of still the same just a little twists here and there but then part of the fun too is oh you heard that it was an escaped mental patient I heard that it was a teen that had killed his whole family you mm-hmm. know and then it just kind of grows and grows and it's fascinating how long these things can last
0: Mhm and how it go and it how long back ago it started and then who knows maybe there was a you know besides the first reported you know 1970s incidents there maybe was a legend before that and this guy in the 70s was pissed off and he's like I'm going to get a bunny suit and show these people what what <laughs> so you know you never know if like did the newspaper inspire the legend or did the mm-hmm. legend inspire the person in the newspaper i love stuff like this
1: which came first the bunny the bunny bunny or the egg even though (laughs) never really understood why the easter bunny hands out eggs because they don't lay eggs it should be a chicken I think so, or I always
0: thought it should be like a fox, because a fox maybe stole the eggs from the chickens, like oh. a sly fox, but uh, the, I don't know. That never caught but on? The Easter
1: fox didn't catch on.
0: You know what? My children's book, <laughs> Sly the Easter Fox, coming in stores hey, to you next Easter. I would
1: love to start doing the Easter fox around here, so I will buy your first copy. Uh, yes. Conley correlates the bunny man's appearance with the massive housing developments in Fairfax County in the late 1960s. In the first two reported bunny man incidents, the rabbit complained about trespassing. Was a rural landowning farmer angry about the new encroachment of these cookie cutter houses in this area? Or was it truly an escaped violent offender ready to strike?
0: This is how my hometown got developed. There were several farms that got carved up, and became suburb. I mean, became yeah. little, you know,
1: cookie cutter mansions. I think that's McMansions. how a lot of them out here in Texas are. I mean, Southlake used to just be farmland, and now it's mm-hmm. uh gajillion dollar homes and everything out there.
0: Frisco, too. Frisco mm-hmm. is just all big farmland. So I think maybe that's what happened here is there Fairfax County started uh, becoming a hustling and bustling area and chopping up the bunny man's hunting grounds.
1: Perhaps there was more than one bunny. Or they pass it down through generations. Mm. Because I'm wondering if one person in this housing area says, you know, I got some success from dressing up in a bunny outfit and then (laughs) throwing a hatchet at these two teenagers windows. And then the next one's like. I'm going to get me a bunny outfit while I'm trying to do some construction out here on my work. And then before you know it, and no one in Virginia talks like I just talked, by the way. (laughs) Then you just got like a land of bunnies out there because they're like, this is how we keep people out of our lives. (laughs) We just dress up like deranged rabbits. We'll freak them out. You always wave a
0: hatchet. You got to do a hatchet. (laughs) That's true because... The bunny that attacked the couple in the car was a white rabbit mm-hmm. and he threw his hatchet or she threw their hatchet into the car and lost it. They still have the yeah. hatchet. It's mounted on a... The cops gave
1: it back to the the, <laughs> the victims, which is, I they don't deserve think, it. something you do with evidence, is it? <laughs> Not usually. <laughs> but then the
0: second one, he described it as gray and black and white mm-hmm. and it had its hatchet. So that's a, there's something to your theory mm-hmm. that it was a copy. Cat. Rabbit. It was a copy rabbit. Mm
1: -hmm. While certain details of the legend have been debunked, it appears other accounts may in fact be true. According to Washingtonian Magazine, Conley was able to track down the original couple, Robert and Dusty, who confirmed their terrifying experience that occurred around Halloween 1970. Not only did they remember the incident, Conley told Washingtonian Magazine that the victim's aunt...
0: Remembered very clearly combing glass from the shattered glass window out of this girl's hair.
1: It's not something you forget. No. And even though they had different accounts of what the guy was wearing, they both agree that this did happen. And they have the hatchet. And they, they didn't have throw the hatchet, hatchet through their
0: own. And the glass was all on the inside mm-hmm. of the car, so it's not like they busted it out and pretended. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that will bond a couple together Yeah, I mean, they were
1: engaged, and now they've been married for 40 years, so... I guess you could say the rabbit was lucky. (laughs) He had both his feet in that one, too. Yeah, so regardless if it was just a pissed-off landowner, and they embellished the bunny ears, because it's kind of like what we talked about before, like, did they even consciously add that on for funsies, or... Did they think they saw that because, you know, the collective mind and the stories they've mm-hmm. heard and everything, if you're kind of on that road and you're expecting something to happen and something does happen, then you're mm-hmm. like the Beast of Bray Road. We did that as a mini-sode. Mm-hmm. That was a fun one, too. That's such a good <laughs> <laughs> Your brain kind of pieces these things together.
0: It's true, and i I would postulate that the guy was the hatchet wielder was wearing something on their head. Mm-hmm. It could have been the KKK hat. It could have been a bunny head. It could have been a pillowcase because he knew he was about to go fuck up somebody's car, and he didn't want to get. <laughs> yeah. They didn't want to go. That was old Mister Jenkins. That you know, they he wanted to hide. So perhaps it was a pillowcase or a grain sack or something mm-hmm. like that. But the fact that they can't agree on what it was. A, it was dark. B, they were traumatized. There's broken glass everywhere and they're speeding away. But the fact that they both said there was it wasn't a human head. It was some something on their head tells me the person was dressed somehow. So who knows? Maybe it was this, you know, a pissed off landowner who just was trying to hide his identity. And then the next time was like, well, I really will wear a rabbit suit because the, <laughs> the police, not the police officer, the security guard was sure that
1: it was a rabbit. hmm Another thing that, really scares me is like a flower sack or a burlap sack mm-hmm. over someone's head with just the eyes cut out <laughs>
0: <laughs> that gets me you just gave me each-
1: <laughs> i get myself I
0: chills <laughs> with like a with a rope like to tie the neck part yeah or it's Yuck. just
1: so i mean obviously it's so faceless and everything but it really there's just no shape it's Mm-mm. just, like, you have no idea. It, it, it's very executioner-like, too. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen The Strangers? <laughs> you think I would have watched that movie? Really? That's think true. As soon as that. I asked it, I was like, there's no way she's seen this. And no, if she has, tra- she's about trailer. to
0: cry. <laughs> no, the
1: trailer traumatized me. I'm not going to watch that. It's, it's, it scared me. So what? Well, no. I, then for sure I not. I don't know. I mean... You're trying to conquer your fears this
0: Halloween. Oh, yeah, I think that that's did not, too much.
1: I think that's too much. <laughs>
0: it went fucking terribly when I watched The Haunting of Hill House and did not sleep for two whole entire nights. I watched two whole entire seasons of Brooklyn Nine Nine, staying awake, <laughs> not sleeping. I drank brain. 10 pumpkin spice
1: lattes on Saturday. <laughs> like, that's why you can't sleep.
0: <laughs> no, it was the night before.
1: I couldn't sleep the night before. Oh, stay awake. You needed the caffeine. I had to stay awake. Yeah. Good. I, I want to say something to you. Oh, I want you to know that it's okay to be scared and that you don't have to conquer this fear. Thank you. I was thinking I was a big baby, but then...
0: <sighs> no, Actually, you know, some
1: people just don't like those things. That's okay. It's okay not to like scary movies. My mom and, hates them. And it makes me sweaty. I'm sweating right now yeah, thinking about so it. Yeah, so don't God. put
0: yourself through that. Okay, I It's okay.
1: If anything, I would say the step before... To enjoy a scary movie, in my opinion... One must enjoy being scared. Hate it. So if you don't like being scared and Mm -mm. getting that, you know, adrenaline rush and stuff, then you're not going to like sitting through a two-hour scary movie.
0: No, I hate it. I like uh, roller coasters. That's how I like to get my jollies. Yeah, so that's
1: a different kind of thrill and adrenaline. Yeah, so just go bungee jumping. Yeah, I'm not... No,
0: I'm done. And I think Paris has learned his lesson because he's the reason. He said, you know, it's so good. Like, you should watch it. And he... There was a really scary part and he knew it was coming and he didn't tell me and I screamed and I bit, I thought, his shirt, but turns out it was his arm. So I <laughs> technically kind of bit him. So lesson one and lesson two, I was trying to close the door in my office and he closed the door behind us. There's two sets of doors. It's kind of like a walkthrough room and the French doors were stuck and he had closed the normal door behind me and the French door was stuck and I started screaming, why is the door stuck? Why is the door stuck? <laughs> oh, and no. like, why are you screaming? And we started freaking out. I think I just randomly. I just got, tra- I felt trapped in there. I thought for sure the ghosts were going to get me.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I've seen it, but it was when it first came out. So don't remember a lot about it. However, we have binged seven episodes now of maybe even eight of the new one. Uh-huh. And it's, it's in my opinion, and if everyone wants to disagree, that's okay. I think it is so much better than the first one. I I want to watch
0: it. And I think I can handle
1: it. Is it scary? You will be scared. Yes. Okay. So don't put yourself through it.
0: Maybe I'll just, because I, I binge like eight of them in a row. And I think it was like eight hours of harmful, <laughs> scary, scary smaller doses. Yeah, maybe I can do it in smaller doses. But yeah. now that you said it's good, I do one. Paris wants to watch it too. It is
1: good. I, I mean, like I, I think I said on a mixed bag recently, like even though I like scary movies, there are some that I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do it. because it, It's like too scary. Oh, yeah, we're talking about hereditary. It's, it's the scare that I don't want to experience.
0: Like, I did watch an interesting YouTube video about the difference between horror and terror. And oh. horror is like the gruesome, like Freddy Krueger slicing someone up mm-hmm. versus terror is more like what The Haunting of Hill House is where it's the anticipation, like mm-hmm. it's something about to pop out or it's something lurking in the shadows.
1: Yeah. And then I think there's... I don't know what it would be called, but I feel like there's another category that is more psychological terror Mm -hmm. with disturbing imagery that you can't unsee. Mm -hmm. It plays to um, real life trauma that you may have experienced or triggers things like that, especially like if like hereditary, I know deals a ton with like grief, specifically like the loss of a child in a very violent Mm -hmm. way and stuff. And that's just not something, even though it's supposed to be like one of the best horror movies of all time. And I've, Everyone I know that's seen it has said it's awesome, but also they will never see it again because it, like, fucked them up real bad. And I just am the type of person that when I see something, I can't unsee it. And it will affect me for not just days or weeks, but, like, months. And I still think about stuff, like, years ago in movies Mm -hmm. that I saw. So I'm like, I I don't need to do it. That one's one that, like, I just, that's not a scare I enjoy. It ain't worth it. So I think you got to find scares you enjoy. Well, I think I might watch the Bunny Man movies
0: because we turn on the trailers <laughs> and they look so stupid. And I was like, I can handle that. That's like Zombieverse style or the Wolf Detective. I can't remember yeah. what it's called. Detective Wolfman or something. I don't know. Where it's like... It- Although it does not look like it's supposed to be stupid scary like (laughs) zombievers or Tucker and Dale versus Evil, I like those like funny horror movies. Yes, so I can watch those.
1: Yeah, you need like campy funny horror movies. Oh, The Cabin in the Woods might be a good one for you to watch. The Cabin in the Woods is incredibly traumatic for me. A lot of scary
0: imagery. Did not like the ghosts. They slam against the glass. Mm -mm, Nope. Again, I'm feeling sick thinking about it. Don't watch (laughs) the new Haunting. You don't think so? White Thirteen. No. What is that movie? Thirteen Ghosts with freaking Tony Shaloub? That's one that I, we were walking down the street in Deep Ellum like a maybe a couple months ago. Obviously before the pandemic, and we started talking about it, and Paris started listening off the ghosts, and I got so scared. I was like, stop, stop, stop! And we were in the street. We're like adults walking in the street. I'm sorry. I'm. I've never like huge rabbit hole. I've never seen films. it. It's. I don't even think it's that good, but it's the ghosts are so scary in it. It's so scary.
1: Yeah. I think um, maybe skip by manner. Well, I think I think you need to ease into it. It's like if you're training for a marathon and you haven't worked out in months, you can't just go straight run 10 miles. You know, like you've got to ease yourself into it. Walk around the block. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be don't be afraid to just like start. But also, like I said, be you. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. (laughs) Like you cannot like scary movies. That's totally fine. I'm sweating so bad from this conversation, <laughs> then, I can't. Yeah. Then don't do it. Do things that are fun for you. If it's not fun to get scared, then don't put yourself through that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> While Conley is confident, he's found what he calls The Bunny Man Legends Genesis Event. Many still aren't convinced. In an interview with WhamU, Conley revealed that there are even some residents that believe Myself and
0: Fairfax County are trying to cover something up. Conley remains adamant though saying in short the bunny man did not exist according to liveabout.com
1: what do you think people think they're trying to cover up <laughs> you got a, you got dang half rabbit <laughs> half
0: man in there and you're trying to hide him like the pig man trying
1: to hide oh him. pig man <laughs> still the scariest twilight zone i've ever seen
0: oh i was talking about the seinfeld pig i know i know but, I know, but okay. it, I,
1: every time i think of seinfeld pig man i think of Beauty is in the eye of the beholder mm-hmm. and that Twilight Zone episode. Yeah,
0: that's uh, that must be what it is. Or maybe they're thinking that they're, you know, when the cops came out, because there's the three reported incidents that were, again, there's tons of newspaper articles from the 70s that was widely reported and sent out across the country. So those th- three things definitely happened mm-hmm. because the police commented on it. There were police reports. Conley was able to go back and find police reports and things like that. But maybe... What the people think they're covering up is that after that there were murders or torture, animal torture or something that the police wanted to cover up and didn't want people to be scared that he was still on the Mm -hmm. loose. Because the cops came out and said, we have no evidence that there's a white rabbit.
1: Well, just because you have no evidence doesn't mean he doesn't exist. True. Mm -hmm. You're always going to have people that think there's some kind of cover up going. And like with all these legends... There's usually a kernel of truth, which Mm -hmm. makes everyone go, there's no way that could happen. But maybe, because this one thing is true. Maybe it's not that crazy to think it happened. Yeah. Perhaps the bunny man will never die. In Albany, Oregon, in 2009, police received a report of a man in a bunny suit harassing customers between a Burger King and an Applebee's. (laughs) He was menacing, but luckily without a hatchet. However, when police arrived on the scene, the bunny admitted he was just having fun, and went home peacefully with his friends. Just trying to hang out. And I got a
0: whopper and I got a triple app from Applebee's, and I was just trying to be freaking cool. And Jared and Kyle were out here, and I just was just trying to be cool.
1: Man, Burger King and an Applebee's. <laughs> That's, uh, I'm at the Taco Bell. I'm at the KFC. That's yeah. Right. I'm at the Burger King. I'm at the Applebee's. I'm at the Burger King and Applebee's. I'm at the combination, combination Burger King, burger King, and, King Applebee's, and Applebee's. Which in that case, you would call it... Burglebee's. Bur- bur- burger bees, yeah. Bur- Done. Burglebee's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this dude's just trying to have some fun. I always think about this. Anytime you see those videos of... Like clowns in a parking garage and someone's filming it and they're like, this clown's about to run out with a, a mallet and it costs this person walk into their car. I'm like, and that's how you die because you're, you're going to you get shot or get the shit beat out of you, get
0: punched in the face. There's mm-hmm. a very famous old Internet video of a, a guy in a clown suit popping up out of a garbage can. And it's a dad trick-or-treating I think with his kid and the guy walks up and of course the clown comes out and the guy just sucker punches the clown in the face and you can't blame him because his instinct as a parent is
1: like save the kid yeah Yeah, he didn't I don't even he probably it was so knee jerk just an instant reflex (laughs) (laughs) he didn't even realize what he'd done until after he did it
0: like clown attack it was just like attack yeah exactly
1: yeah so if you're fucking around in 2009 (laughs) In any kind of uh, outfit and stuff, people are going to call the cops and be like, get this idiot out of here. Yeah. And then you have to explain to your college
0: admissions why you have an arrest (laughs) on your record (laughs) for, quote, menacing. Or you
1: have to explain to your manager at Burger King why you can't show up for your (laughs) shift the next day. And they're like, were you out there in your bunny suit again? Yeah. (laughs) For their part, Fairfax County continues to celebrate the bunny man myth with an annual Clifton Halloween Trail that takes place around Halloween. Attendees can enjoy a creepy trek through the woods near the famed Bunny Man Bridge, scary skits, monster movies, and Halloween-themed concessions. Thrill-seeking tourists also flock to the area each Halloween season, hoping to see the Bunny Man for themselves. The destination is so popular, in fact, the police in the area have to block off the bridge as All Hallows' Eve approaches to avoid accidents on the one-lane road. On the one hand, this
0: sounds delightful, and I would go in an instant. On the other hand, it sounds like the exposition to a horror film where the bunny man <laughs> attacks everyone while they're eating their candy apples. Yep. Yep. I and mean, yeah. while the cops are guarding the bridge, the a man in a bunny suit is hatcheting people at the Halloween carnival. Two
1: <laughs> horny teens go to this <laughs> Clifton Halloween trail. They're like, we're going to go off and find the bunny man on our own on this Secret path through the woods. He he he.
0: Come on, Sarah. Stop it, Jason. I want to stay with the group. No, let's go. Let's, let's find go. ourselves. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then you know, again, there's some fb in against a tree or something, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're smashed in the face with a hatchet. <laughs> 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 yep. Classic. 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 Yeah. The residents of this area, I don't think, are too thrilled with all the tourists that show up because <laughs> again, not. it's a one lane road that ends in a dead end so everyone that goes through has to turn around so it creates like all this congestion Mm -hmm. and the residents will walk their dogs and stuff or just themselves along the street and in kind of the paths on the forest and people are just speeding down there and everything trying to get a look at the man the bunny man and i think one of the articles i read said some years it can get up to like
0: 100 200 people on this tiny little dead end area mm-hmm. and that's just i mean that's your could be a fire hazard or if somebody's injured somebody has god forbid a heart attack or gets run over you know ambulances can't get down there mm-hmm. or a fire starts you just you don't need that pe- many people especially not in the age of covid
1: or exactly I, I don't this uh the latest i saw from the Clifton Halloween trail was 2019 so mm-hmm. i don't think rightfully so they're doing it this year but you get 200 people down there that want to see the bunny man And bunny man or a bunny copy, a copy rabbit, dresses up in a suit with a hatchet. Everyone thinks this is part of the festivities. He can get through probably 10, 20 people before somebody realizes, oh, my God, this is real. Yeah. That's... I I don't like stuff like that, where it could be a crowd of people
0: mm -hmm. and you think... That's scary like in isn't it Scream 2 where Jada is in the front of the movie theater yes. and gets and everyone thinks it's part yep. of the show or mm-hmm. funny there there's something so terrifying I think they really captured it in that movie where you're looking for help from a crowd and the crowd's like hilarious what a great show yep yeah horrifying
1: it is For those that can't make it to Clifton Virginia you can still pay tribute to the Bunny Man legend this Halloween by sporting one of the many available Bunny Man t-shirts drinking a nice cold bunny man beer and watching one of the horror films from the bunny man franchise including the 2010 classic 19 minute short nightmare at bunny man bridge it's a great title <laughs> that you can do night it's less than 20 minutes it's very low commitment i'm pretty sure it's straight to dvd <laughs> i think it's you can hand- you can yeah you can handle that one Whether the entire legend of the Bunny Man is a myth, perpetuated by campfire tales being passed down over generations, or if there is a kernel of truth to the hatchet living rabbit that was just trying to protect his land, with an unending supply of sly bunny costume-clad teenagers ready to take up the helm, the legend of the Bunny Man has the possibility to live on forever. If you need a halloween costume and you're listening from fairfax virginia may i suggest the bunny man i think if you're listening from anywhere this is a great costume
0: because all you need is a bunny costume go to home depot Mm -hmm. get you a little axe a little hatchet you're good to go get you some red food coloring just splatter that all over your suit I like to imagine the bunny man in a fun vest and bow tie,
1: (laughs) but the legend doesn't say that anywhere. That's just me adding that. You can also make the bunny man whatever you want him to be. So if you want him to wear a vest and a bow tie, a top hat, perhaps, I think mine might have a monocle and a cane. Oh, that's a fancy bunny man. He's fancy. He's fancy. But that doesn't mean he's not still evil.
0: No, it's true. Sometimes someone says he's the most evil.
1: <laughs> he's like, I'm going to build a factory uh, here and pollute the water. Yeah. <laughs> the most evil The real The surreal evil. That's another great trope. You get like the Buddy Man Festival, but there, one of them really is a killer. Mm-hmm. But then you don't know who it is because they're uh. all dressed the same. And then you're in a fun because I feel like fun house mirrors always come into play. <laughs> this situation and you don't know who what's what's what and what you're looking at and everything
0: i think our imaginations you're imagining that imagining earlier that is explaining what is going on here is that the idea like you said earlier something so strange out of place and threatening really does cause the human mind to go wild mm-hmm. and to say if it could have happened to Robert and Dusty <sighs> it could happen to me they That's were true. doing nothing but coming home or going to a basketball game visiting an uncle i have an uncle sometimes i visit him what if i'm in my car and you can mm-hmm. p- really put yourself in a situation like that especially when there somebody's doing something so run of the mill that it really does if the bunny man could strike as you're in your car on the street could he strike at a carnival? What about while you're walking to school? What about at the bank? He can be anywhere. <laughs> the bank. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're trying. Where do you to think deposit he keeps your eggs, check Christy? on the fifteenth? <laughs> that makes. Where else are you going to keep your golden eggs except that's the right. bank? I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's I think what we think is yeah. Like with any urban legend, there's an origin story, but then a little bit of kernel of truth somewhere in the following years that. Is just enough to cement it to keep it keep it going on. But I love that this earliest accounts was from the 70s. It's about to be 2021 and we're sitting here talking about it
0: like this had some legs. It stuck around. I thought of that when I was reading those old newspaper articles and that because it, I mean, like I said, the police were called. There was evidence. There was the hatchet. There was glass. This happened somebody mm-hmm. on in october of 1970 in the last 2 weeks of october whether it was one person or 3 people there were weirdo <laughs> weirdos mm-hmm. hanging out with hatchets in co- some kind of costumes and those si- single incidences have been you know perpetuated through the ages through the internet they've had people and so even if they died and never ever heard about it that's so weird and cool that they have this legend and legacy that Mm -hmm. lives on that and i guess that's the magic of the urban legend is taking some incident and putting putting it into the celestial armament of you know it's never going to go away it's like Mm -hmm. a a star in the sky
1: so yep until it burns out but we'll all be dead by then (laughs) And on that note, (laughs) if you're from Fairfax and um, have heard this story, and maybe there's uh, some information we didn't cover in it, love to hear about it. If you're Dusty and uh, Robert Robert, Bennett, hit us up. If you have Bunny Man merch, send it our way. (laughs) If I would love some Bunny Man merch, that's for sure. If you... Or the person who threw the axe through the car window dressed, Please. maybe as a bunny, maybe as a uh, it's <laughs> a Klansman, we don't know. Let us know. I'm, yeah, I, I want to hear from anyone that's involved in this story. If
0: you have a family member who was an or you know the uh, security guard, any player, any mm-hmm. major player, holler at us because I gotta know who. Who did the hatchet throwing and why? Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. We love providing Sinister Here to you at no cost, so if you like what you hear, consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We're a small operation, creating the show for you by researching, writing, recording, and producing it ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As
0: a thank you, you'll also get some sweet perks like ad free episodes, a Sinisterhood sticker, membership to our exclusive Patreon Facebook group for those in the Ruling the Airwaves tier, a special shout-out on the show, a monthly bonus mini-sode, including the Beast of Bray Road, which is really good, and patron-exclusive video and audio content, including some fun new additions we'll be rotating in alongside our mixed bags to
1: bring you fresh weekly content. You also now have the fun perk of access to our Discord server, where you can connect with other fans in real time and discuss the latest in true crime, share personal ghost stories, or just post adorable pictures of your pets. We'll also be hopping on occasionally and hosting monthly Q&As where you can ask us all of your burning questions. For
0: our patrons not in the U.S., you now have the option to pay in pounds or euros, saving you the cost of the conversion fee. Annual memberships for all tiers are also now available. Those that select this option will be
1: rewarded with a free month of membership. For more details on all of this and specific member tiers, visit SinisterHood.com and click Patreon in the top right corner to join today. And make sure you stick around after our sign-offs to hear your shout-out. So many of you have been tagging us in
0: pictures of you sporting your sweet Sinisterhood merch. Keep those pictures coming. We recently added a new tote bag design and socks. If you want some cool Sinisterhood swag like t-shirts, mugs, totes, and even clothes for your kiddos, visit Sinisterhood.com and click on Shop in the top right corner. The best thing
1: you can do to help us grow is like, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please tell a friend who you think would like us to check us out. It means so much to us and really helps small podcasts like us get more exposure. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at
0: Sinisterhood Pod and like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. Christy? I'm on Twitter at Christy or GTFO and on Instagram at Christy M. Wallace. Heather? I'm on Instagram at Heather vs. the world and on Twitter at MCK vs. the world. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for supporting the show on Patreon. Here are your special Patreon shoutouts. Summer, Melanie Everman, Vanessa DeHaro, Lynette Escado, Erica Kane,
1: Linda Bruce, Lauren Murphy, Kristen Belt, Emma Eogan, and Jessica Madison Piscata. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show, especially during these trying times. We couldn't do it without you. We sincerely appreciate it. We love you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep it creepy. (laughs) Mwa <laughs>